Welcome to uh, our Rosh Kadesh Adar 2 service tonight. Um, it's, it's a commandment of the Lord to come before the Lord on the, um, the new moons, just like it's a commandment to come below, before the Lord on the Shabbat. You ever had something that you, um, that you had prepared for and you were looking all forward to and then nobody showed up? Sometimes that's what Rosh Kadesh is for our Lord. He doesn't get, he doesn't get a lot of participation. So I'm glad that uh, it's great that y'all are out here tonight, and thank you very much. Thanks for all the ones that are watching online. So um, let's start with a prayer. Avinu Shabashamayim, our Father in heaven. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this, this new month that you're um, bringing forth for us to, this evening and for the springtime that's upon us and for all the wonderful celebrations that, um, that go on this time of year that honor you. In, in particular, um, when we get to Nisan and, and, and Passover and the, the prayer or the, 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 um, the redemption that you gave your people. Father, be with us tonight. Open our hearts and minds that we would gain wisdom from your word. In Yeshua's name I pray. Amen. So, um, thanks to Kathy and Filiana. And, and Tiffany back there for doing all the stuff that they're doing. We're all rookies here for the most part, except for Tiffany. And uh, we're, 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 we're working, so that's a, that's a great thing. Um, the month of Adar, this, we're, we're in a leap year. That's why you have two Adars. This is Adar 2. So a leap year does, you know, in our Gregorian calendar, a leap year comes every fourth year, right? We have the 29th of February every fourth year. Well, it doesn't work that quite that way with, uh, with the Hebrew calendar. It sometimes come every, comes every third year, sometimes every fourth year. It just sort of, uh, it, it, it's, it's a whole study in, in itself. But it, it, it aligns us back with springtime coming when it's supposed to and the holiday of um, Passover, Pesach, falling in springtime like it's supposed to. Rosh Kadesh, or um, Rosh Hadesh, translates as the beginning of the month. It's the name of the first day of every month in the new Hebrew calendar, marked by the birth of a new moon. It's, a, it's considered a minor holiday, akin to intermediate days of Passover or Shabbat. It's, 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 uh, it's equal to a Shabbat. Rosh Kadesh is the day after the new moon at 1800 Jerusalem time, 1600 universal time. The times of ast or astronomically de determined new moons can be calculated today accurately to 10,000 years before or after right now because of our technology today. In, back in the, um, the biblical times, the new moon would have to be spotted by human beings and it would be uh, translated back to Jerusalem for the rabbis to actually um, proclaim the new moon. And, and then they would actually proclaim the new moon and then it would be spread all the way throughout the land with fires and different ways that they would uh, signal that, that the new moon had come into existence. But we don't have to do that anymore. Um, let me get to this over here. Despite this existence of a fixed calendar, Rosh Kadesh is still announced in the synagogues 
on the preceding Shabbat called Shabbat Mevarkim, which we do this. Every Shabbat before a new moon, we have the prayer of the Rosh Kadesh. That's what we're doing. We're announcing the new moon. The Shabbat blessing of the new month, of the, new month the announcement is made at the reading of the Sefer Torah, right after the reading of the Torah, before returning it to the altar, to the Aran Kodesh. In a prayer beginning, may it be your will that you renew this month for us for good and for blessing. The name of the new month is then um, spoken, and then the day of the week on which it will falls is given during the prayer. During the evening service of Rosh Kadesh, a prayer, Yael Ve Yavo, is added to the Avodah, the prayer for the restoration of the temple and a segmentation of the Amidah. During the morning service, Yael Ve Yavo is again recited and half Hallel, Hallel means Psalm, of 113 through 118 is recited except on Rosh Kadesh Tevet which is during Hanukkah. When the full Hallel is recited during Hanukkah. The book of Numbers, chapters 28, 1 through 15, which includes the offerings of Rosh Kadesh, is read. An additional prayer service called a Musaf is added to commemorate the original sacrifices in the temple. The middle blessing here is the Roshay Kadashim. After the service, many recite the Psalm 104. The Yael Veo prayer is also inserted in the grace after meals, which is called the Berkat Hamazon. Do you all know that uh, most Jewish people pray after they eat, not before they eat? Many have a custom to make sure to eat a special meal in honor of Rosh Kadesh. The code of law, Jewish law suggests this. This gives one the opportunity to recite the Yael Veo in the grace after meals. Some Hasidic Jews sing Psalm 104 during this meal. Rosh Kadesh itself is a minor holiday with relatively few observances, but there are several significant liturgical changes. An extra paragraph is added to the Amidah and to the grace after meals. An abbreviated form of Hillel is recited, and a selection from the Torah about Rosh Kadesh sacrifice is read. An additional service Musaf is added after the morning prayers. Rosh Kadesh has long been considered a special holiday for women. Some say that this is because the women of Israel did not offer their jewelry for the creation of the golden calf. As a result, they were given Rosh Kadesh as a day when they could abstain from work. To this day, some women refrain from all forms of labor on Rosh Kadesh. Others have connected the waxing and waning of the moon to a woman's menstrual cycle. Whatever the reason, Rosh Kadesh has long been a time for Jewish women to gather for a wide variety of activities, from reciting the traditional litur lit liturgy to sharing a meal, discussing Jewish ethics, and working for social change. Um, I'm going to give this little quick nine things every Jew should know uh, on the month of Adar. Let's see if this will pull up here. It did. Bear with me. This is known 
as the month of celebration and happiness. The late winter month of Adar contains the joyous holiday of Purim that takes place mid-month. Purim, however, is the only thing, isn't the only thing that makes Adar special. The Talmud tells us, when the month of Adar arrives, we increase joy to welcome a season of miracles. According to the Talmud, it tells us that this month is a fortuitous for the Jewish people. Great things happened in the month of Adar. The name Adar is related to the word Adir, which denotes strength and power. The Rebbe, which was uh, Rabbi Menachem Schneerson of righteous memory, points out that the term Adir is used to refer to the Jewish people. What could be more um, appropriate for this month when the Jewish people's fortunes are strong? You double your joy and you double your fun this month. Adar is the month of the Jewish calendar that comes back for seconds. The Jewish leap year, or the, the Hebrew word is Shana Meyerberel, Meyerberet, I'm sorry, literally called the pregnant year in Hebrew, occurs approximately once every three years in order to assure that the lunar months of the Jewish year stay in sync with the solar calendar. An additional month of Adar is added, which is what we're doing this year, and Purim is celebrated in the second Adar. Traditions re tradition relates that Moses passed away on the seventh of Adar. He was also born on the seventh of Adar. The Talmud tells us that when the evil Haman, villain of this Purim story, wished to destroy our nation, he staged a lottery to determine the most opportune date. When, when the lot called a pure, hence the name Purim, fell on Adar, he rejoiced. What better month to punish the Jews, he thought, than Adar when Moses passed away. Surely no month can be lower for the Jewish people. How wrong he was. What did Haman, what Haman did not know that Moses passed away on the very same day he was born, on the seventh of Adar, the day of Moses' birth, the Talmud relates, helped avert the evil decree. In 1940, on the ninth of Adar, the previous Rebbe, Yosef Yitzhak Schmierson of righteous memory, he was his, uh, the other Schmierson's father, disembarked at the New York Harbor, fleeing from Nazi Germany and the Holocaust of the European Jewry. The previous Rebbe did not merely seek refuge in America, Instead, he laid foundations for Kavad's revolution in Jewish engagement and life in the Western Hemisphere. This day is celebrated by Kabad Kassadim around the world. Uh, the zodiac zodiacal sign of Adar is Pisces, or Dagim in Hebrew. In Jewish tradition, fish are the sign of blessing and fruitfulness. Also, just, just as fish live in water, the Jewish people thrive when immersed in the Torah which is compared to life-giving water. Though we celebrate the miraculous events that brought about the holiday of Purim in Adar, Haman was actually hanged in Nisan. Purim commemorates not Haman's death, but rather the time when our ancestors rested after their miraculous salvation and victory in battle. Adar was the last month of the Jew the Jewish people spent in Egypt before the Exodus. 
Adar's joy is so great in part because it serves as the opening to an even greater rejoicing, which is the miracle of Passover. So, that was interesting. Let me figure out how to get back to where I was. Some important data. Well, let's do. Um, will you drive? You go. You go uh, to be happy there, the third slide. There's a Adar being, it's a happy month. You can see the, you should have seen the dancing I had over here on the ninth of uh, nine blessings. But these, these are the, the Jewish men dancing. Um, so let's go to the important celebrations of the Jewish month of Adar. The holidays in this, this month, there's the 13th of Adar. We, we already spoke about the 7th of Adar being Moses' uh, birth and death. The 13th of Adar is the fast of Esther. On the 11th of Adar, when the 13th falls on a Shabbat, is the fast day. The 14th of Adar is the beginning of Purim. The 15th of Adar is Shushan Purim, which is a celebration of Purim in walled cities during the time of Joshua. Uh, the 1st of Adar, in the year 1313 BCE, there was a plague of darkness, which was the ninth plague upon the Egyptians. It started on the first of Adar, six weeks before the Exodus. On the third of Adar, in the year 515 BCE, the second temple was completed. On the ninth of Adar, in the first century BCE, academic dissension between the Rabbi Hillel the school of Rabbi Hillel, and the school of Rabbi Shemini, just to show you that sometimes the Jewish people aren't always, um, how should I say, getting along with one another. It erupted into a violent and destructive conflict over a vote on the 18 legal matters, including the death of 3,000 students. The day was later declared a fast day by the Shulchan Ar Aruch, however, it was never observed. On the 13th of Adar, there was a war between the Jews and the enemies in Persia, which is described in the book of Esther. The 14th of Adar we've already talked about is Purim. The 23rd of Adar, the Mishkan assembled for the first time the seven days of training began. On the 25th of Adar, and I'm, I'm leaving out a lot of stuff, but these are some of the highlights, was the death of Nebuchadnezzar in Jeremiah 52:31, And the 28th of Adar, Talmudic holiday was, is, was commemorated in rescinding of the Roman decree against Torah study, ritual circumcision, and keeping the Shabbat. This decree was revoked through the efforts of Rabbi Yehuda ben Shamanu and his colleagues. So those are some interesting um, times in, um, or dates in, 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 uh, in Adar. So let's go to the slide that's got the Shabbat Shekelim, Shabbat Zakor, Shabbat Parah. These are all special Shabbats that are, um, that are celebrated during the month of Adar. And I want to explain these. The Shabbat Shekelim we actually did last week. Shabbat Shekelim, when I did my Aliyah, we, uh, is the Shabbat of Shekels. So that was uh, last week, which is, uh, let's see if he's got some explanation about that. I think he does. 
Shabbat Shekelim, the Shabbat of Shekels, is read in preparation of Purim. It requests each adult male to contribute a half biblical shekel to the upkeep of the tent of meeting and the Torah portion, Exodus 30, 11 through 16, which is the beginning of Kitise, is read. This Shabbat takes place on the Shabbat before the first Hebrew calendar month of Adar or the first Adar itself, which falls on Shabbat. So that's why the, uh, it, 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 um, it took place this past Shabbat because the Adar fell before the next Shabbat. The next one is uh, Shabbat Zakor. Shabbat Shakur is the Shabbat of remembrance. It's the Shabbat immediately preceding Purim. Let me get to that because I know I've got some dates here to tell you all exactly what dates they are. If I can make this work. Special Shabbat. Shabbat um, Zakor actually falls on Friday, March the 15th. There's a, a, a special reading from Deuteronomy 26, 17 through my, or 25, 17 through 19, and it's describing the attack of Amalek. Amalek was actually a um, forefather of Haman. There's the tradition of the Talmud that Haman, the antagonist of the Purim story, was descended from Amalek. The portion is read, includes a commandment to remember the attack by Amalek, and therefore at this public reading both men and women make a special effort to hear the reading. Now remember, King Saul was told to destroy completely the Amalek, and he did not. He left the king. So the legend has it that the king and his wife conceived before the king was actually killed by Samuel. And, of course, that's the line that created Haman. That's, that's how Haman was able to, uh, to be around. So, so there was a purpose in the Lord's commandment to, um, to, de to destroy the, the Amalek because what he was doing was protecting the Jewish people. Amalek also... Um, is synonymous with evil, synonymous with Hasatan. The next Shabbat is Shabbat uh, Parah. Shabbat Parah is the Shabbat of the red heifer. You'll go one more slide to show the red heifer. This takes place on March the 29th this year. And it's the Shabbat before Shabbat HaKadosh. It's in preparation for Passover. Numbers 19, 1 through 22 describes the Parah Amodah, which is the red heifer offering, in Jewish temple as part of the manner in which the Kohanim and the Jewish people purified themselves so that they would be ready. When you read this Torah portion and you study this Torah portion, you'll see that the ashes for the red heifer were used for purification. And those ashes would have lasted a long time and they were, they were very um, special and they were protected by the priest. The, uh, the fourth special Shabbat in this period of time in the month of Adar is Shabbat HaKodesh. Shabbat HaKodesh, which is the Shabbat Sabbath of the month, precedes the first 
of the Hebrew month of Nisan. This year it falls on Friday, April the 5th. Exodus 12, 1 through 20 is read in the laws of Passover. On the first day of Nisan, God presented, presented the first commandment of how to sanctify a, the new moon, the Kiddush HaKodesh, for the onset of Rosh Kodesh, and thus Nisan becomes the first month of the Jewish year. There are eight special Shabbats during the year. Is the first one Shabbat Shekelim, or is the first one Shabbat Shuvah? Shuvah? You know, it depends on how you look at the year. Does the year begin with the biblical month of Nisan, or does the year begin with the uh, month of creation, which is Teshri? So, if it begins with Teshri, then Shabbat Shuvah would be the first special Shabbat. If you consider it to begin with the biblical month, now remember, the first month in the Bible is, is Nisan. So, uh, when you hear... Months numbered in the Bible, they all start from Nisan. So, the next Shabbat, which is not uh, part of the month of Adar, but which is part of the month of Nisan, is Shabbat Hagadol. Shabbat Hagadol is called the Great Shabbat. It's the Shabbat immediately before Passover. There's a special Haftor reading on this Shabbat, from the book of Malachi. Traditionally, a lengthy and expensive, expansive sermon is given to the general community in the afternoon. Shabbat Haggadol begins at sundown on Friday, April 12th for us this year. So, we are preparing for Pesach. This, this, this month of great joy is preparing us for the, for the month of our redemption, okay? The first of Nisan, at this moment, we already know that we need to be ready for Pesach. We, we prepare for Pesach. Can we find a match in the apostolic scriptures? Of course, Yeshua the Messiah is our Passover lamb. There's no need to explain this concept for us as Messianic Jews. This is clear. We need to study the scripture. We need to prepare ourselves and our hearts for this awesome time of year. Spring is when um, we, many of us came from the church, right? Many of us came from the Christian church, and, we, and this would have been the, the holy days. In fact, um, Yesterday, as I was in one of my customers, I saw this, this spot on this lady's head. I said, what in the world is that? And as she got closer, I saw what it was. It was the ashes of Ash Wednesday. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. I used to always know when Ash Wednesday was, being Catholic, growing up, and then being Methodist, you know. But I, it doesn't even register with me anymore because now I follow the biblical calendar. I follow God's calendar, you know. I'm, I'm really I'm more focused on what the Bible says and what God says when we're supposed to come before him than, than man-made things, you know. So that's what we're doing. That's, 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 what, um, that's what's coming up. Purim is a celebration, and I'm actually going to do a teaching on Purim, uh, not this Shabbat, but next Shabbat, is the celebration 
of the survival of the Jewish people. The Jewish people have gone through so many things in their history to where they um, were about, were, were, the intent was to remove them from the face of the earth. But they've never been removed from the face of the earth. And there's miracles, like last week during our um, um, special Shabbat Shekelim reading, we read about uh, King Joash and how he was hid away in the temple as a child. And everyone thought that the line of David was gone, but this high priest had hid him away in the temple. And he survived. It was a miraculous thing that he survived. And in so, in so surviving, he kept the line of David alive, which the Lord did that. But he, did, he does it in miracles, you know. And that's what Purim is. Purim is a miracle. It's a miracle that they were able to survive what they were, um, what they were faced with. And Esther is celebrated for her, her service to the Lord and the things that she did to, um, to make all that happen, you know. So as we, um, as we prepare our hearts to, to go through this time, I hope that you'll gain meaning from that, you'll gain wisdom from that, and that we will all um, be enriched. As we go through the, the cycle of the Moedim, the appointed times of God, as we go through Pesach, and then we go through um, the uh, um, counting of the Omer, and we, we, we go through the, the, um, the, the festival of Shavuot, you know, and, 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 and then when you go through your first, if you haven't been through it before, your first Rosh Hashanah and then your first uh, Yom Kippur, you know. All those things are just so meaningful. There's meaning, meaning in each one of them. And every time you go through them, you find deeper meaning. So you go through it once, it's not like I've been there, done that. You know, every time you go through it, you just get more and more and more. And it's like studying scripture. It's the same thing, you know. So that's, it's, it's about to begin. We're, we're, getting, we're getting very, very close. And I hope that everyone can, um, can be able to have a, a Passover Seder and can enjoy a Passover Seder this year and, uh, and gain meaning for that, from that. So, if you could just go to that last slide. It's all about spirituality. The Lord is, uh, is, is preparing us for eternal life. And that's what we're, um, that's what we're working toward. So, and, and you don't get it through works. You get it through belief. You get it through belief in Yeshua. Now, there's, there, I have this saying that um, we don't need the Torah to get saved. We need the Torah because we are saved. The, the Torah is what you, um, you gladly embrace because you are saved. And what the Torah is, the Torah is the teaching of God. It's, it's, it's eternal. It never changes. It's, it's, always, um, it's always the same. And... As you're exposed to it, and as you learn more and more about it, it, and it becomes a part of you, it's just a wonderful thing. It's just, it's just, it's, it's unexplainable how, how great it is. So I hope all of you um, are, are able to, uh, to study Torah, enjoy Torah, and live Torah. Because studying it and, and, and learning it does you no good if you don't live it. That's, that's, the, that's the key. So, 
I'm a little shorter than, uh, than Rabbi Renee is, but we, we've all had a long day. We've worked. We've come before the Lord, celebrated with the Lord. It's not how long you do it. It's where your heart is. Amen. You know? So let's close with a prayer. Alvinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. Father, thank you so much for this glorious day, for this new month that you've allowed us to, um, to be a part of, Father, because you're all about renewal. You renew each day. You renew each month. You renew each year. You constantly renew us. As we are renewed in you, Father, we learn a lesson about you and what you're all about. And we thank you for that. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your commandments. We thank you for all the blessings that you bestow upon us each and every day. Father, I pray that as we go out into the world, that we will show you to others in all that we do and be respectful and always represent you well. I pray this in Yeshua's name. Amen.